0: old he's old though and said screw you 16 points eight assists talking about Scott Foster at the end there ended the streak of 14 straight losses with Scott Foster officiating a game it's like the NBA just knows and they put that out there even though they would well we had we have no idea we don't pay attention to that kind of stuff just it just felt that way Suns now 1-1 with the Clippers meanwhile you have the Atlanta Hawks just ready to go home getting absolutely stomped by the Celtics last night
1: yeah that wasn't too fun um yeah, the streak was broken. Kind of reminded me a little bit of when Brock Lesnar, Trista. I know you remember this one. Brock Lesnar ended the Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, yeah. Or I when Bill Goldberg that, yeah. had his streak ended. He was like 180 and O, and Kevin Nash beat him because Scott Hall used a taser and interfered in the match. Kind of reminded me of that a little bit. <laughs> what I can't wait to do is fade the hell out of Chris Paul. Not the Suns, but Chris Paul. The rest of this series and the rest of the playoffs because he's he's probably got one or two more of those. But uh, I loved how on the broadcast and how on social media everybody went crazy for one good Chris Paul performance or for one big shot that he finally hit because he has been buns for the last two and a half months. Anybody that's watched Chris Paul knows he's been a liability on that floor and that the Suns are probably hoping the campaign could get back out there. So it was a fun moment. If you're a Chris Paul fan, I'm not. Me. Uh, I hated it because I bet the Suns in the first half, and I told you that was going to happen. They're not going to show up in the first half. It's tied in the first half. And then of course they end up covering the number. So good for Chris Paul, good for the Suns. To hell with them though. They didn't cover the five, so <laughs> they're they're on my list right now. Them and the Hawks. And then they covered the losses. full
2: game. They yeah. covered the full game just like you said. You yeah. you actually said it to the T. They're not gonna cover the first half, they're gonna cover the full game, which is which is a double sided bad beat. Yeah.
1: I should have actually just parlayed the uh Clippers in the first half and the Suns full game. And I would have been sitting on a beach. I would have been sitting in Sacramento right now, getting ready. Hey, have you got to the bottom of this yet? Am I going to be able to light the beam after the game seven win or what? <laughs> if we go to seven. I'm working
2: on it. Okay. I'm working. Seven's not coming, brother. Who are you, Who are yeah, you talking yeah, with I'm out talk, there, but... I'm, I'm talking to – oh, I got to tell you guys this story. So, I uh, see Shams in game one. That's how you knew it was like a really, really lit game. You mm. knew that there was a lot of media attention around it because – all of the people who would be covering a big game, all the national people, were there, right? So I'm talking with Shams. We're talking about him sending me some uh, random ricochet shots about Dame leaving the Blazers. And we're chatting it up. And all of a sudden, I hear, like, a oh, my God! And I look over, and it's it's Vivek Ranadive, the owner of the Sacramento Kings, and I think his mom. And they are fangirling over Shams and he comes up and he hugs Shams has his mom come over she hugs Shams and I look over at Casey and Dilo, and some other local people and I go what is happening right now they're treating him like he is Tom Cruise at this moment I've never seen anything more more shocking in my life than the owner a billionaire of an NBA team former minority owner of the Golden State Warriors Fanboying over a, a an NBA insider.
1: Well, I think that's just smart business, though. Anything he wants to <laughs> I, leak out there now, yep. he's got, he's got his guy. Like like I find it hilarious that okay, like not to make this about the Packers, but you know it's me. So <laughs> I love how now all of a sudden we're hearing <laughs> oh the Tennessee Titans have made phone calls about Aaron Rodgers. That's because we're a couple days away from the draft. The Packers want that number one or number one. They want that first round pick from the Jets that they don't want to give up. So now. We're hearing about San Francisco being interested and Tennessee interested. Like, Tennessee, what are they going to do with Aaron Rodgers? Who's he throwing the ball to? And that's a terrible defense. And Derrick Henry's going to be 30 next
0: year. A good portion of the stuff gets so, leaked. That's what I'm saying. By you, agents you have or good... management right out to the reporters. Yeah,
1: like, I know one guy. I'm not going to name drop him, but I used to work with him. And I know, like, all the GMs locally would be like, oh, we can't wait to talk with this guy because we're going to feed him. We're going to treat him, you know, like, like mushrooms. We're going to feed him crap and keep him in the dark. And that's what they would do. And then he would be like, I have reports that Aaron Rodgers has bought land in Tennessee and has interest to play for Mike Vrabel. It's like, well, the, he bought property everywhere because he's a rich guy. That's what rich guys do. <laughs> if he's hanging out in Tennessee, he probably doesn't want to stay in a hotel. So uh, maybe that's what's happening. Maybe he just wants wants to keep him on the payroll. Or maybe, maybe everybody just really loves this guy. I mean, Kay Adams is in love with him. Everybody loves Shams. Everybody wants a piece of him. I mean, listen. He's got, maybe yeah, he's got the pimp Is juice. that charisma?
2: Yeah, pimp He really juice. needs to let it
1: loose. Ooh, yeah. ooh,
2: mm-hmm. ooh. Yeah,
1: I get it. I,
0: he's, he's, he's got a lot of I power. I need to
2: let it loose.
0: Very few people let I'm jealous loose. of, he's one of them. I mean, listen, if you're able what to are get you jealous? with an owner. You're, yeah. Of w-
2: him? Like, yeah.
0: Just like See everybody.
1: It. I mean, he just gets all the information. Like, he probably has all the information that I need. Like an hour before tip-off, you know what I mean? Like he probably knew Giannis <laughs> yeah. wasn't playing. I could have waited and got a better number with the Bucks if I was if I was him. He probably knew yeah there was like a 95% chance Giannis wasn't going. But here I am following like you know the
0: Bucks beat reporters. That's why I don't know. That's anything. why sportsbooks want to hire these insiders so they can get stuff even faster and adjust the lines even more. I don't like it. I never want to see that happen. The last no. thing I want to see is Woj or. Shams or anybody working for BetMGM, sorry, BetMGM, because I want to make sure that we get these lines. At least it's a little fair and we can see the news break before things change. Or at least we're closer to that point when it actually happens. Yeah. Like they could come work on BetMGM tonight. Well,
1: that's fine. You know, we could have Woj right here in the middle. That'd be nice. Sure, he would.
0: Yeah. Sure, he would.
1: So good I'm sure news. Sure, he would not. Trista, good news. My Grizzlies, since you guys have all disowned them, up 12 7 on Nick's Lakers, and your yep. Lakers. Uh, bad news, Xavier Tillman all of a sudden is
0: Patrick Ewing. Yeah, you knew this was gonna happen. You <laughs> so, knew you were gonna get a big Xavier Tillman night tonight. So he's got six points already, six of the twelve Grizzlies points. Yeah. So
1: I went under sixteen and a half points, rebounds, and assists, and he already has a combined eleven points, rebounds. Oh and my assist. God! Good.
2: Good That's thing though. That's bad. Th- That's so bad. Good thing though, D'Angelo
1: Russell. He's he's went back to being D'Ross. He's uh, under sixteen and a half points. Good start. He's scoreless. We are uh, five minutes thirty seconds to go in the first quarter. So that's that's at
0: least a good start. You did call it, though. You said there was a good chance that Xavier Tillman was going to go off, and that's that's exactly what you got. So,
1: so what happened is I've been on fire, not not to be that guy, but like sides and totals, but player props have been a disaster for the playoffs for me, which was the opposite last year. So I had a good day betting baseball, 5-0. and Not to my own horn. Beep, beep. And the Cubs are back. I don't know if beep. I told you guys this already. First place Cubs. Last place Cardinals. Can't get it together. Uh, and so I said, I'm just going to tempt the fate, and I'm going to see right now if this is really just the universe against me, and I'm going to play four player props. And if I go two and two, I'll play some more tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But if I go one and three or oh and four, I vow not to play a player prop ever again in the NBA. And then what only, happened? Only NFL. Well, we'll find out tonight. We still got a, we got two in this game, and then we got Brooke Lopez points, Brooke Lopez threes, and Drew Holiday uh Points, rebounds, and assists. So you're saying that so you're fine. You meant that
2: too. You meant yeah, that like, too. When when yeah. Ryan when when Ryan's cur- lip sort of curls up, you yeah. can tell there's actual like potential like upset emotion yeah. in mm-hmm, the player yeah. prop conversation.
0: If I, have, if I have a losing night, I'll never bet a player prop ever again. Then it's just not for me. Your future is in the hands of the betting gods now. Mm-hmm. That's that's essentially what you've determined right now. Grizzlies on an eight nothing run for the last two thirty. But the Lakers are going to score here. There you go, 14-9. So, hey, Uh-oh. I was looking at some of the points props for Suns Clippers just because you had a monster game for Devin Booker. Had 38. Kind of cooled off late in the game, though. I tried to live bet his point total when it got up to 41. Uh, but I did, and that that didn't work out. I got a little greedy at the end there. But uh, we're looking right now, and you've got 28.5 at minus 105 for Kevin Durant to the over. And Devin Booker, 29.5, minus 110 to the over, minus 120 to the under. I almost feel like taking the under at Kevin Durant might be the smarter way to go. That's actually juice to the under, minus 125. It's starting to look like Devin Booker is the main go-to offensive weapon that they have. And they're going to kind of ride this out. Durant has had his ups and downs. We know the fourth quarter of game one was relatively quiet for Kevin Durant. standards again in game two. It just, it's starting to feel like this is all about Booker is the hot hand. That's going to be their first option every time he's out there. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, yes, and-
2: but I- I'll go ahead. No, no, no.
0: You got it. You got it.
2: I was just going to say I would never bet against Kevin Durant, though. Right. You never know when you're going right. to have, like, a 50-point game from him. So right. that's just, like, a pass for me.
0: If you had to choose one, I think I would go under on Durant if I had to choose one.
2: If you had to choose wh- either over or under on him?
0: No, no. If you had to choose one to go under, either it's Booker oh, at 29 I would and a half not or Durant at 20 choose, and a
2: half. Yeah, I definitely would not choose to go under on Devin Booker at yeah, all. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't do it.
0: Couldn't uh, do it.
2: I do like his assist number. Um, I know that he had three assists only in game one, but when their offense is clicking, he's a big time facilitator. He had nine assists last game. His assist number is five and a half, which I feel like is way too low.
1: Yeah, I agree. I actually already found my I only need one bullet tomorrow night, 10:30 p.m. tip off. Uh, I'm glad that we actually went over here because it's up and it's Chris Paul points and it's uh, actually juice to the over 13 and a half. I will go under right now, Chris Paul under 13 and a half points, max bet for me. More like CPP. <laughs> Not happening. Ooh, again.
2: how about this, Ryan? Under one and a half threes for Chris Paul, minus 130.
1: Love I think it. Think he
2: had he went 0 for 1 from three, 1 for it. 2 from three. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a three-point situation for him with the Clippers.
1: No, same here. I could also I love that. actually That's
2: minus 130.
1: I kind of like the Clippers to win tomorrow. What do you guys think about that? Like, I, think I, mean, everybody, I hate it. I feel like everybody figures like the Suns got right in the second half, blew them out pretty much. Now they're going to run away with this series, and I just don't see it happening. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go under on Chris Paul. I'm going to take the points with the Clippers. But if the Clippers are going to cover or win this game, it's going to be because of Michael Jordan, a.k.a. Kawhi Leonard, and his points are actually juiced to the under minus 125. So give me Kawhi over 29 and a half. I think he's going to have 40 tomorrow night. I wanted him to have a triple double, but they only have KD up plus fourteen hundred and Ross plus seven hundred. No, uh, no Kawhi. But I, I would bet that if I could get like eighteen to one or twenty to one on that.
0: Also, coming off the, the four threes that Devin Booker had, his three point prop is two and a half, but it's juiced heavy to the under minus two hundred plus one forty five over. Jesus. He doesn't really have a lot of games where he puts up like three and four threes in a game. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that. I wouldn't one. touch it. He's only averaged one point six over his last five. I mean, I wouldn't go near it. I'd go over on KD threes. Yeah. D- definitely. Just never count them out, right? It's the safer bet. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, three-time NFL mock draft champion, Ben Standigo of The Athletic, next. It's on the night.